And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Hello once again, world. Welcome aboard to the show that almost never ends. This is the David Bowers Awards, because every show is an award show. And I felt we just needed more award shows. Don't you agree, John Bon Jovial? Oh, Tweedledee. Yes, I certainly do agree with you, the David Bowers. Good to see you again, my friend, this week. I hope you've had uh, pleasant times there in the Valley of the Sun in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, just peachy keen, fine and dandy. Another day in paradise with plenty more music, too. And you're going to like this one. Our old friends, the Bellamy (laughs) Brothers, have a brand new album out. And here's the lead track from their album, Over the Moon. It's called If You Ever Leave Me. As a psychedelic cowboy left impressions on a half empty bar room he just played and a hippie girl from Austin waited patiently in the alley to fulfill the plans they made they drove the Studebaker toward the sunrise Then pulled into the Cactus Tree Motel The sky glowed like mescaline around them As they promised love no love song could fulfill If you ever leave, I'm going with you Words whispered softly in the night We may have been high When we wrote it in the sky But I'll keep that promise with me Till I die A wild painted pony crossed the highway An omen that we both thought was good Like a morning lullaby Or an eagle as she flies Signs we could have not misunderstood If you ever leave, I'm going with you Words whispered softly in the night We may have been high 
I'll keep that promise with me till I die. The years twist us like two broken arrows But our symphony still plays a sweet refrain But just lofty love and laughter we gave in to Two old weathered hearts that dared to dream If you ever leave, I'm going with you Words whisper softly in the night Now we may have been high When we wrote it in the sky But I'll keep that promise with me Till I die That promise with me till I die. Hello, I'm David. I'm Howard. We're with the, the Bellamy, Bellamy Brothers. Brothers on the David Bowers Awards. Thank you very much. The Bellamy Brothers, and uh, we've been pleased to have them on the show on uh, numerous occasions. That's from their brand new album. Uh, which just came out oh, a few weeks ago, called Over the Moon. The song is If You Ever Leave Me. I really like that song. John Bon Jovial, you? I think they, uh, the boys have another hit on their hands. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, but, you know, we've been fans of the Bellamy Brothers now since the early 70s, since both you and I were working at WQYK in Tampa. And we got turned yeah, on to absolutely. the Bellamy's back then and have kept in touch with them over the years and... They've been uh, very good friends, especially very good friends with this show for the last, what, six or seven years that we've been doing this. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I have had the pleasure to listen to uh, several tracks off the album, and you won't be disappointed. It's a, it's a really good album. If you're a Bellamy Brothers fans, you're going to love it. And just like we hope you love the show we have here for you today, because this is our annual South by Southwest show and our man in Austin and all of Texas for that matter is Corpus Christi's own David Martinez who will be joining us shortly along with some of his music and uh, talk about what's going on what's been going on all week down there in uh, Austin Texas at South by Southwest we want to say hello to our friends of course we want to salute our house band Titty Bingo that provide our theme song here on the David Bowers Awards we also want to salute Mary Perry accredited disability representative in Rochester New York who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio WRFZ FM 106.3 in Rochester New York and uh, we want to thank you very much for that Mary Perry because uh, 
we love our fans in Rochester, and we're so glad that they have a local outlet to pick up our show on. John Bon Jovial, what's been happening in your corner of the world this week? Well, I tell you, you know, I've been listening to a lot of music this week, uh, not only some of the stuff that you've sent me, but some a uh, few other things that I've discovered on my own, which, you know, we can discuss that uh, once we're off the air. Uh, but this has been a <laughs> musical week, much more so than usual, and I think that uh, music needs to be in everybody's life because I feel so much more relaxed today after spending about two or three days just listening to a lot of music than I have in a long time. It's good therapy. So that is what's going on with me this week. This is the new and improved and relaxed legendary John Bon Jovial speaking to you. Well, thank you very much, and uh, <laughs> hopefully maybe you get to listen to some of uh, our uh, our past week's guest, uh, John Michael Looking Wolf, some of his uh, beautiful flute music from his latest album, Beautiful. You know, as a matter of fact, I did. Uh, John Michael Wolf has got some amazing music. I was going to say beautiful music, but it, and it is, but it's not the <laughs> 1,001 strings of Irving Boink type of beautiful music that we used to know back in the day. This uh, is some truly superb uh, original Native American music that uh, if you folks out there have not discovered uh, Jan Michael uh, Looking Wolf yet, Looking you, owe, Wolf, yeah. Yeah, you owe it to yourself. You truly do owe it to yourself. This guy is uh, truly a phenomenon. And I've, uh, I mean, I always thought that Ian Anderson was a tremendous flautist. This guy is just, uh, he, he's incredible. And I, I think you'll enjoy listening to his music just as much as I did over the weekend. And a matter of fact, I listened to the whole album, and uh, I felt like I'd just gotten a full body massage, and, and not the one that Robert Kraft went to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's good. Okay, uh, we're. How do you follow that? that huh? and, uh, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, thank you very much for that, John Bon Jovial. Yeah, it's, you're welcome. Uh, it's good to know that you're in good shape. We're going to have David Martinez joining us here in just a few moments. While we wait for him, we're going to spin a tune of his that uh, he had out, I think, oh, sometime over the last year. And it did... Uh, it did all kinds of good stuff. As a matter of fact, it was extremely successful on the streaming platforms. And as a matter of fact, it was nominated for a KICMA Country Award last year. So let's give a listen to David Martinez, who says, I'm all right.
And there you have it. That's David Martinez. I'm all right. And right now he is all right. And he is standing by with us here uh, from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. David, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine and dandy. Thanks. And uh, how's uh, how's everything down in the exciting world of South by Southwest? Oh, you know, you know how it is. Uh, people all over the place, music all over the place, uh, all kinds of all kinds of uh, just networking and parties and just all that getting done. So it's it's a everything but cool sleep. Vibe. Yeah, everything but sleep. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. I've, but I, I've always heard the I've, I've always heard the saying, "I'll sleep when I'm dead." So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get plenty of sleep after uh, after your time comes. Now, you've had a really busy week there, and uh, at, you know, as you were just indicating, you get parties, you got showcases. Uh, you just came from a showcase, and uh, uh-huh. as uh, as we talk, let's see. This is St. Patrick's Day, so your next gig. Let's see if I've got your schedule right. You're going to be back in uh, Corpus Christi at a loft on the 19th, which is Tuesday. Then you go to yes. Mesquite Street Pizza. And then on the 30th, you're going to be at the Port Royal Ocean Resort and Conference Center. Is that about right? Yes. Yeah, and I added so the 29th. I'll be doing, I'd be doing Schlitterbahn at the Friday. I'd be doing Schlitterbahn in Corpus Christi from 6 to 9. So, yeah, I keep myself so, pretty busy. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you're taking a lot of time off to relax and recover. Let's see, you're going to have uh, the 18th, and then you get some time after the 20th. You get a, you get a day or two off. Uh, no, you get uh, yeah. what, eight, eight, nine no. days off before you get back I, I don't into know, it again. I don't know if I told, I don't know if I told, I don't know if I told you, I recently uh, got engaged to uh, and, uh, my fiance. So we, we, uh, we're, uh, I told her after South by Southwest, we would spend some time together. So I took a weekend off, so. Well, that sounds fair, and I'm you. glad you. I'm glad you mentioned that. I was going to. I was going to bring it up if you didn't, but yes, on behalf of myself and John Bon Jovial and all of us here at the David Bowers Awards, congratulations to the both of you. What's the lucky lady's name? Her name is Sean Bounds. Sean Bounds. She, yeah, she was born. It's Sean. He's spelled as S H A W N. It's a uh, her father was a uh, was in the military. He was at the he was at Shaw Air Force Base back in the seventies. So they named her after the Air Force Base. But just that at an end. Uh huh. <laughs> clever. I like it's it. Crea- it's creative. Well, congratulations again. That's uh, and and I'm glad you're going to get this get to spend some time with her. Did she go to uh, Southwest with you? No, 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 no. She has to work. She. Uh, you just mentioned the Aloft Hotel last. That's the company she works for. She's a sales rep, the director of sales ah. out there. So, she, so she's busy, busy doing things like that. She's a total event planner and all that. So if uh, so if if we get uh, if we get uh, time off and uh, come down to Fort Worth or Fort Worth, uh, come down to uh, Corpus Christi, she'll be able to get us a good deal in a hotel room. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. All right. Now, since this is the end of uh, South by Southwest, as we speak, tell us a little bit. And now we we know that uh, the parties, the showcases, the networking, and everything. Tell us a little bit about the goings on behind the scenes there. What you and the other artists do when you're not doing the obvious partying or playing showcases. Yeah. 
Well, what I do, uh, what I did, I I did a show for the Cosmic Clash um, on Wednesday, and basically I I ran around, you know, after I was done, you know, I hung out with my friends and, you know, and we caught up and things like that, but I... uh, you know, I, I did go. I, I, I'm I'm sponsored by Texas Select, so I did have some free swag that I went and gave to other people. And net, I never. I want to just check that. Out. I networked with a lot of other musicians out there, so you know, I'm. Uh, that's basically what I spend my time doing, and you know, just trying to make those connections, especially with the uh, people in radio and print and all that, because uh, that's. I mean, that's the important part right there. Sure, especially the uh, radio. You get the radio plays. That's uh, that's one more big step into expanding your territory. I know that. Now you're you're a voting member of NERIS, the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, which most everybody else knows simply as Grammys. And uh, you had a Grammy event on Thursday. What goes on at the Grammy event at South by Southwest? Well, it's it's held at the Four Seasons, and basically, this is my second year attending. I, I uh, I'm a full fledged member now. So, um, one of the things that they do, they they have food catered. Uh, they have um, they have uh, you know, they 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 have all kinds. Of, they have a lot of artists performing. There's actually some major artists who uh, who hang out who hang out as well. I mean, I see I see Hanson I've seen Hanson there every year so far. So it's like. And there's there's just a lot of people who are in the in the industry who have recording studios and things like that. You just it's a place to mingle and and, and listen to some great music. Awesome, and uh, I I know from past years that there is one heck of a lot of great music at South by Southwest. And since music is what we're all about, we're going to take a break here right now, let you uh, catch your breath just a little bit more after you tell us a little about this next song we're going to play called Rise. Um, that was a song that my, uh, one of my, one of my best friends, she, uh, she went through, she went through a bad breakup with her, uh, with her ex, you know, and she was, I mean, there was nothing I can do. She was so sad and it was just like, it was, I, I just wrote her song and that's what, that's what came out of it. And it's like, you'll, you'll come. But you know, some people have thought people, some people have told me they thought they thought it was about like a Christian song, but it can't, it can be interpret it that way too i mean it's it's up to your interpretation how you want to do it but that was that was my inspiration for writing it and let's give it a listen right now ladies and gentlemen david martinez and rise
on the floor. It's called Rise, and we're speaking with Mr. Martinez right now, and uh, we're talking about South by Southwest and all the excitement and things that are going on down there in Austin, Texas. David, are you still with us? Yes, I am. Very good. I wanted to touch on a couple other subjects. Uh, You already brought up one that we were going to talk about, and that is the fact that you uh, got yourself engaged now. That was just part of what's been a uh, a rather uh, eventful year for you. I know you've got a couple other things that we'll uh, touch on in just a moment, but uh, John Bon Jovial wants to toss in something here, so go for it, John. Well, sure. Uh, David, on uh, this song that we just listened to, Rise, I mean, first of all, it's beautifully written. You know, you put a lot of thought into the words, and, and i got to congratulate you on that. But what I'm more interested in... Is the guitar work? Is is, uh, is that you? Uh, uh, the rhythm guitar. Now the solo was played by another artist, but um, on a little, on a little, on a little, on a little like um, because little it, nylon string. But I, I did the, uh, yeah, I did the main guitar work, like the rhythm, the main rhythms. Well, it's it's beautifully done, and and the solo work too by your buddy that uh, helped you out there. I mean, it's just absolutely gorgeous. And I am curious. I'm listening to the uh, the tonality of the guitar, and as David will tell you, I I handle more of the technical issues on this end, and besides my you know witty repartee. But uh, <laughs> it, is that a Fender Telecaster that he's playing? Uh, uh, no. It's. Are you talking about the uh, solo? Yeah. It's just a little old Mexican guitar that I gave him, you know, uh, really, I had it and I, uh, yeah, some, some, one of what, this band director I knew gave it to me and it's a no name brand. It was just, uh, we used, we used it a lot on the, on the, on the, on that last record. Wow. And that really fooled me. It was, a yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just a straight up, it was just a straight up, uh, I mean, I, I did on the rhythms. I did use my Taylor guitar, which I, I recorded all my records with, but that one was yeah, it's insane. It's insane how something because you can't get those sounds out of out of out of great guitar. I mean, sometimes I have an old beat up guitar at the house that I that I use to use to record my demos with, and I eventually want to do something with it, like uh, in the studio setting, because I've written a lot of new songs. So we're uh, I'm working on that as we uh, speak. Well, yeah, I was going to say something about the rhythm guitar work. It's very nice, very smooth. Uh, and I, I try to listen. It doesn't really matter who the artist is. I always try to listen and concentrate on and, and, and try to guess what kind of a guitar they're using. Uh, I have a couple of my own. I've got an old Hagstrom guitar that I bought when I was a kid in 1965. And uh, I've also got my father's 
old Goya uh, gut string classical guitar, and that thing's probably 80 years old. And it is just an absolutely nice. gorgeous instrument. Well, David, while we, while we uh, have this opportunity to sit and chat about what's going on and everything, how, tell us a little bit about the Artist of the Year Award that you got. Uh, the Artist of the Year for uh, for um, Pure Pure M uh, Pure M that that was a uh, that was uh, could be had nominated some people on her roster and people that she works with and uh, we submitted uh, I, I I think she submitted one of my songs and I ended up, I ended up winning so uh, I was very honored there Pure M is big in Europe and um, that's they but they they did the uh, United they, they now they're going to the United States territory so. I'm very honored to have received that artist of the year. I I, I, I like to thank Pure M for that. Uh, you uh, any chance you're going to be uh, doing a Euro tour? I don't know yet. I mean, it's not. It's. I, I mean, I, I won't rule anything out. But we've been talking about uh, going to going to London. So that would be uh, that would be a step in that direction back home here you were uh, you said you've been working on a lot of new music so i would guess from that that uh, you may have uh, you may have a new album coming up here pretty soon i uh, i'm looking to have something come up in and then in the new year you know uh, i i uh, i've been i've been uh, i've been working uh, talking to a couple of uh, producers about you know about some ideas so you know i i uh there's a there, there's a tremendous uh studio down here in corpus christi uh, called sound machine and it's run by this guy named mason shirley who is uh who's just really really made a name for himself and uh and he's uh i am considering working with him so we uh we're, we're talking you know we're talking uh we're talking about you know doing some stuff together I hope you'll uh, keep us in mind when you do get your new music and uh, come back and see us and maybe share it with us. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, you know, you'll always, you guys always uh, have access to that. Well, hey, we uh, we appreciate the fact that you've been uh, a regular on the show since we first started, and uh, one of our uh, one of our favorite guests too. It's always a pleasure talking with you. We're going to. Uh, we're going to play another song now, and then I want to get on to a, uh, a more serious subject than just the music. It might, might step away from the music just a little bit, but the effect is uh, pervasive. We'll talk about that in just a couple of minutes. After we listen, tell us about Something Real. Oh, Something Real was uh, channel, uh, I channeled my inner Santana uh, child. <laughs> so it was just... Uh, we were when we were when we were working on the record. It was like maybe we should do something something with a Latin kind of flutter to it. And I thought about my guys from this band called Vallejo, my buddies from this band called Vallejo, who have a lot of uh, Santana vibes to them. And I wanted to do something like that. So that's that was the result of what we did. And a lot of people compare it to like you know like what he did with Rob Thomas and things like that. So it's an interesting sound, and I really like it. Hopefully, our listeners will too. David Martinez and. Something real. She was the kind of girl. 
something real. That's David Martinez right here on the David Bowers Award. David talking to us from South by Southwest, a, uh, what is it, along about an eight-day function of uh, music, mirth, and merriment. And actually, it's a salute to all of the art, arts. Uh, what else do they have going on down there, David, besides just music? Uh, films, interactive. They have the, they do they do premieres of movies and things like that. They also have the interactive with the tech companies, and uh, you know of course they of course we know they have the music. So it, it's a combination. It, it's actually eleven days. So it starts out with the interactive, and then you know, eleven days. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I knew it was more than a week. Yeah, I knew it was more than a week. I know in the past Dave Grohl did a premiere out here out here. Uh, it was about maybe three or four years ago. I think he might have been South City out here. I, I'm not sure, but he was out here premiering a film that had to do with music. And how many years have you been going now? This is my 10th year. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know it was that old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you, you've seen it grow uh, then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I think it started back in the late 80s or early 80s something like that so wow and now it's now now yeah now it's grown to uh to you know it's just a monster then i mean there's i mean so but i am glad i'm staying downtown so you know that was one of the perks of having to be honest with worse than the business yeah i can understand that i'm glad i'm glad you brought up the age and the magnitude and the scope of all that's going on there because I've been hearing this year more than in the past. I know in the past uh, recent years they've talked about the fact that the uh, the big labels and the money people have gotten more involved to the point where it might be taking a little bit of the indie luster off from yeah. it. But now there there seems to be a uh, a new phenomenon, if you will, and that being the fact that the uh, the event is getting kind of politicized. Uh, have you noticed yeah. any trend toward politics getting involved in it? Yeah, I've noticed it, but I, and you know, I mean, personally, I, I really don't like it, you know, because, uh, I, I just, I think, I think back to what Dave Grohl said, you know, he said, when, when, when I, when I do a show, you know, when, when I'm playing a show, it doesn't matter what your, what, what your stance is. It's just that music's there to suit you and get you through it and, you know, and I, 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 I mean, personally, I just, I, I, I really don't like it, especially some of the people that bring in. It's just, but then again, Austin is not like a, it, it, Texas is a red state, but Austin is a blue city, so. Oh, no, that's, that's an interesting paradox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an interesting yeah. paradox. I know I heard uh, a line that I heard just recently, I don't know, earlier today or yesterday, I guess it was, uh, but uh, it went something to the effect of, uh, how do you know when South by Southwest is no longer relevant? Hmm. And the That's answer a good is, question. And, uh, yeah. The answer is when CNN is there running trivia contests. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I I understand and I agree wholeheartedly with what you said and uh, the reflections on Dave Grohl and what he said. Uh, I agree, and as anyone who has listened to the show and John and I talking uh, will attest to the fact that I believe very strongly that we should separate 
uh, music, the arts, and politics. And I Absolutely. do not go for artists using their entertainment stage for political purposes. I, I think that is totally wrong. I, there's nothing wrong with you having your political opinion. And if you go up on stage wearing an, uh, you know, I love Bernie Sanders or I love Donald Trump, that's fine. That's your opinion. You're entitled to it. But when you stop and make the audience sit through a, uh, you know, your speech, your ranting about your personal opinions, that's not what people paid to come and see. They paid to come and yeah, exactly. see and hear you perform. And uh, have you had... Uh, have you felt the temperature of the uh, of the other artists there? Are they uh, are they feeling one way or the other about it? Well, I mean, some people have their beliefs, but I I, I really don't talk about it with any of the other artists. I mean, so that's not some. If somebody says something, I just kind of let them be. I don't I don't interject and and say anything because I just. I mean, this day and age, I mean, these kind of these kind of uh, these kind of arguments concerning the fights now oh yeah well locally when i'm back when i'm back in corpus christi you know some of the you know some of my dear friends they have their beliefs which are you know far to either either uh, side which is in my opinion is not not a great thing whether you're right or left i mean you got to have a sense of balance and and you know so it's just I, I kind of I, I I don't want to I don't want to alienate people who listen to my music. You know what I mean? I don't want I sure. don't want to do that. That's not so you know. Sure, like, I agree. Like you said it's and it's like well, John and I are a good example because John leans a little more to the left than I do. I lean a little more to the yeah. right than he does. And uh, yeah. even though we've had some uh, pretty good discussions over the years, <laughs> we have uh, yeah, we have put up that. with each other for over forty <laughs> years. And that's the way it used to be. Now, we're old-timers. We've been around since the Dark Ages. And I remember, and I'm sure John does too, when we were kids and our parents were the uh, political ranters of the, uh, of the era, it was a case of the right and the left were merely different perspectives of the same solution. Everybody was in it for the same reason. We were in the politics for the betterment of our community, our state, our country, whichever it happened to be at, at that moment. But we weren't out to kill each other. We weren't out to oh, yeah. you know, riot, to protest, because the other side is a bunch of idiots or, or half of the garbage oh. that's going on now. And I think the fact oh, that, yeah. uh, that it has started to... Uh, to pervade into uh, uh, South by Southwest is I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it is a, a very important point. The, the uh -huh. art is what is key. That's what this is all about. South by Southwest yeah. is not a political rally. It's not a political uh -huh. forum. It's a forum for the arts. And you're absolutely right. John Bon Jovial, you wanted to add something. Yeah. Uh, you know, David, since you are our eyes and ears there and have been for many years with South by Southwest, uh, the politicizing of the event, which uh, unfortunately, I suppose, was inevitable uh, in an ideal world, it wouldn't happen, but uh, it has this being a a year where you got a lot of these people running around, you know, voting, you know, say, vote for me. I want to be your next president. Uh, is it a bit more, is it more pervasive this year 
the politics than it has been in past years, only because of the fact that we're just coming off an election cycle and starting a new one? Uh, yeah, you know, I've, I've noticed it. I, I, I mean, but, you know, this is the thing I've noticed about myself was becoming political, politicized, uh, just in general, you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's been that way. It's been happening that way for years now. And I mean, this year, it was, I, I think it was even more so, more, more so that I, that I've seen because they've had a lot of guest speakers, but like I said, they only, they don't, they only give one perspective, which is, you know, which, you know, is the left. And if you're not of the left, you know, what the heck do you want to even waste your time doing that, um, doing that for it? I mean, I would say the same thing if they just, if they just did all right, you know, all right wing, you know? And so it's like, sure. you know, maybe have a sense, they don't, they need to have a sense of balance, which they do not have. Well, I, you know, I think that you David know, and I are a good example. I mean, David leans more towards the Republican side of things. I lean more towards the Democrat side of things, but we both like your music. And the music is the commonality. <laughs> yeah. It's the common language. And that's what it's all about. And that's what it should yeah. be all that's about. That's what it's all yeah. about. It, it's like uh, this show is a music show. And John and I, while we have diverse opinions, he likes the Boston Red Sox, and I know that the Yankees are a better team than the Red Sox. But, yeah, okay, you know, sure. we can come together <laughs> on the music. We can come together and agree that the music is what it's all about. As a matter of fact, that's the motto of this show. It's all about the music and the yeah, people I agree. who make it. And that's the way I think it should be with an art event like uh, South by Southwest. It's It's not a political stage. It's a an art stage. And I'm glad you mentioned the uh, point of uh, speakers coming in. That was probably the most obvious way that a, uh, a politicizing of that event would show. What are some of the other ways that you may have noticed the politicizing coming into and t- taking a little bit more of a front seat to the, uh, to the festival? Well, it's, I mean, it, it's just in general what's been going on. So, I mean, it's like, like we mentioned with stuff we mentioned earlier, you tend to see a lot more uh, people, you know, promoting their agenda and mainly left wing, you know, it's uh, so, uh, like I said, again, if you're, if you're in, if you don't go that direction, you know, but I, I mean, I've, yeah. had, I've had people, you know, I've had people tell me, you know, I've had people tell me, you know, Hey, you know, this is a, this is not the way to go. This is this your 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 thinking's off, and I I don't I don't want to go to South by Southwest for that. I don't right. want, I don't want to go get in a debate with anybody, and you know it's just I I want to go I, I want to go because of the music, and that that's why I go. And, you know, sure. Now I just they, ran they, they an article. I just ran an article out of a uh, it was a uh, a British music news, and uh, they were talking about. Uh, the revival of the political folk music uh, climate, which basically carries me back to uh, the days in the 60s when uh, Bob Dylan and Peter, Paul, and Mary and a lot of the folk, well, actually before that with uh, Pete Seeger and some of the others uh, that Phillips. really got into politics. And, exactly. And they injected politics into the music. Now, uh, any opinions on that? Do you have any opinions on that? Uh, well, you know, at that at that point, it was a different time. You know, I, I remember Country Joe. It was a Country Joe and the Fish too, as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 They. I mean, they. 
I mean, there, there, there was, I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta say like, I, at that point, you know, the, the Vietnam war was going on, which, you know, a lot of people were against us going into. So it was, I, I think I was okay with that back then. It was a different time, you know, but I, I don't see anything going on at the magnitude of what was going on at that point, because, you know, a lot of, the, a lot of the Vietnam vets, bless them, they've, uh, I mean, they lost a lot of friends out there and, you know, they, they were just, they were recruited as 18 year old kids, you know, just, Hey, you're going to work and some never came back. So I, I can kind of see back in those days, the the anger, you know, that was in music, but I don't, I mean, now I, I mean, I mean, it's not as bad as people make out, make it out to be, you know? And I mean, from people faking, faking, uh, faking hate crimes and things like that, that's not, that is not a good thing. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. And you're you're seeing this uh, you're seeing this move into the uh, everyday conversation there. Besides just uh, the the speakers and things like that, you're you're seeing this politicizing come into the everyday conversation. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's 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 happening, and you know, and it and it's basically just one direction, you know. So it's not. Yeah, that's like, that's unfortunate. As I said, I don't, I don't agree with it being injected into an arts event to begin with, and then when it's all one sided, that's even worse. I would, uh, I would do, I would like to see done what the. Uh, what the Oscars tried to do this year. Uh, they didn't succeed, but I think they watered it down a little bit and they said they were going to try to depoliticize the Oscars and make them less political. Uh, I think they, uh, they did move in that direction while not being totally successful. I, I think that the, that's something an artistic event might want to concentrate on is uh, holding back the political posturing. Uh, uh, again, like I said, I'm very strongly of the opinion that an arts event is there for the arts. It's not there as a political stage. And uh, if I were running a uh, an arts event like that, whether it's music, uh, uh, what type of arts it was, I'd want to see, uh, I'd want to see that particular art pushed and not somebody come in and start you know, trying to sell their political uh, yeah. political views. Exactly. I, I think that the, the simplistic way of looking at it is, you know, virtually all the major problems that we have in the world today and have had over the years is a direct result of someone or some group of someone's trying to enforce their opinion on somebody else. And uh, that exactly. that's what causes most of the problems there. But, uh, yeah. I thank you I mean, so much, yeah, I mean, David. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. I know I, I enjoy I enjoy doing this every time. So I, I appreciate you uh, you having me come on. You know and do do this. I mean, it's a That's, it really makes me happy to do this. It's really great having you here. We enjoy it. We love you. You're part of our family, and I thank you so much for joining us, sharing your opinions, your insight, and uh, giving us a little bit of the feel of South by Southwest. And uh, I picked one out of the vault to close the show out with this week. This is a song that uh, I'm not sure what year this was out, David, but uh, perhaps you can help me there. But this was a song that I heard uh, several years ago that uh, got my, brought my attention to a, uh, to a Texas singer named David Martinez. It's a thing called Hey Mary. Tell us real quickly about that. When was that out? I released it. I went to Nashville and recorded it in 2010. So it was released November 2010. 
I wrote it about I wrote it about my experience in Hollywood because I was recording I recorded all my records out there and my first record I was working on my first record but I I was the place where I would where I would park was a Greyhound terminal and you saw all these people would come from all walks of life you know and it gave me an inspiration you know to, to write something like Hey Mary I took a bus from Alabama to L A you know and and you know I. But, I remember when I first heard it, when I first, when I first had you on the show, I remembered comparing it to the, uh, to the rocker walk on the wild side, a little bit of the same type of message, same type of feel there. David, thank you so much for being with us. We look forward to talking to you you again real soon. Ladies and gentlemen, David Martinez, and here's his classic. Hey, Mary.
Hey, Mary, that's David Martinez right here on the David Bowers Awards. And uh, so, so much fun. David is such a, such a great guy to talk to, such a great talent. And uh, love the fact that uh, regardless of what happens the rest of the year, he's always here, always stops by to give us the latest on South by Southwest. He's become our man in Texas, and we thank him so much. Check him out online. You can find him. Simply Google David Martinez or David Martinez Music, and uh, you'll find him. Check out his music and uh, drop him a line. Uh, you'll find him, as I said, all the usual places, and he'd love to hear from you. John Bon Jovial, I think it's. Uh, I think we've done about all the damage we can this week. Why don't you uh, crank up the old flivver and take us <laughs> home? Yes, sir. Well, folks, you've done it again. Once again, you have spent another quality hour with the David Bowers Awards, and we are grateful to have your attendance this week and every single week, that's for sure. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and is absolutely free on Blog Talk Radio, also YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, and really just about anywhere you get your favorite podcast download. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and please be sure to like The David Bowers on Facebook as well as Twitter. Join us next week for The David Bowers Awards Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3. That's Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. Universal Time Coordinate for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it all happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick the Geek, our marvelous engineer, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, saying uh, we'll see you next week. Love everybody and love yourself as well. Until then, thanks again for listening to the David Bowers Awards. <laughs> <laughs>